and we're off. Lovely. Right then. So uh, I've, I'm in charge now, so I have to do the whole. Hello, welcome to Pedagodzilla. This is the pop culture podcast with the pedagogy core, and I've got that the wrong way around, but it doesn't matter. The um, amateur amateur level is now showing. Um, so I'm Mark. Uh, I'm uh, imposter syndrome incarnate, um, which is Mike's usual role, but that's because I now have in, intense imposter syndrome about actually running this podcast and the whole booth and the whole equipment and everything like this. Anyway, today we have Dave White. Hello. Um, hello. Hello. So we have some questions which I'm going to ask, but do you want to just talk about yourself, Dave, and what you do and, 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 how, and also maybe... Do I want to talk about myself? Yeah, uh, being a rule breaker... Are we calling now Dave Two Desserts White? <laughs> we had a little incident at lunch where I picked up two desserts because I was really hungry and the desserts were fairly modest in size. And a member of staff informed me in no uncertain terms that I wasn't allowed two desserts and I had to take one back. Even though one of them was fruit. Which isn't a dessert. <laughs> so that's so. There you go. I am a rule breaker. I'm just not consciously, or not until I'm told. Yeah. And do you think that's helped with you getting where you are? Uh, Dave is just now about to take on the role of chair, no, president. Viva el presidente of Alt. Yeah. No, I've been doing it for a while. You've you been doing know? it for a while. I yeah. Just that's, how, that's how effective. That's how <laughs> I am. What? Well, yeah, rule breaking. I don't know. I think. I mean, obviously, I am a middle-aged white male. So mm. I, I have. You know, there's some structural things that have that, helped you get to where done you are. Any, any harm? Which, to be fair, but back in the day, I didn't. Can I just move you a bit close to the mic? Yes, you get hello. Yeah, back quite the, that close. Oh, okay, okay. there you go. There you go. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay. Um, it, it, <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know really. I was refle- I was thinking about this uh, uh, just just uh, yesterday actually. Yeah. I don't really know how I ended up where I where I have. Didn't particularly have a game plan. Some of it's got to be structural privilege, right? Because yeah. because that you could only you could only say that if the world had decided that you were the kind of person that ought to be in that position. I guess, yeah. Um, and you're also your day job because obviously that's not it's, your main thing. Yeah, um, head of digital education at the University of the Arts London, right? Which okay. I think um, I ended up there because quite sort of over a decade ago JISC had were quite generous with their sort of funding to do interesting and bizarre things and I did some of those interesting bizarre things which allowed me to you know come up with some thinking that people responded positively to and and I think uh, that you know that people found those ideas useful Mm -hmm. and then the visitors and and residents well yeah that other things yeah and other things and just generally and then and then I think that in, you know, universities then imagine that if you can come up with an interesting idea that people like, then you must be capable of running a bit of a university, which I'm not <laughs> entirely sure is true. No. But, but I think that's sort of, I think, I but think then maybe you're also it's like a profile thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not, well, am I good at doing that? I think it's, I think it's a difficult thing to do. It's much harder to run a chunk of a university than it is to come up with a few good ideas and, and blog about them. Right. Oh, and you do have a yeah. Well, we'll talk about the blog later. So, All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what brings talking about a game plan? What brings you to playful learning? Well, uh, a number of things. Uh, uh, there's, there's a whole community of people that I just really like uh, because I think yeah d- yeah. Mark is signalling, <laughs> pointing at himself, listener. <laughs> so, ob- obviously, I'm under pressure to about, say something there. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm thinking about you. Um, is I think the kind of people that come to playful learning are then they're they're in it because they love it, mm. and 
unlike some academic conferences, let's say, there's the, people aren't people aren't in it for careerist reasons. They're in it because they're sort of nerds for it. Mm. And and I love I love a, a nerdy creative environment. So I find, I actually find it very restful. And often. I'll take away really interesting ideas about playful learning. Quite often I'll find that I've figured something out about my day job because it creates a kind of mental space for me that's away from the hurly-burly of of the day job. Yeah. And that's happened this time. So, uh, and I I think I've probably come to every playful learning there's been. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a bit, and and I give myself permission to not ever run a session. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's been quite nice just doing this podcast thing before. And um, but yeah, and it's sitting out and doing your own thing. And it is good at actually saying, you know what, pick the things you want to do. And it's okay to just go off and play a game or sit quietly. And there's a quiet room and we yeah. play with Lego. And that's yeah, well, it, you could say that it embodies its own ideology. Oh, that was a bit of a big idea, wasn't it? <laughs> but but it really does. Yeah. And so so the actual. The actual substance and format of playful learning as a conference is playful. Yeah. And it does then create the conditions for you to be able to go, you know, I'm not going to go to a session. I'm just going to sit over here and have a bit of a think. Yeah. And it's not just the content, it's the mode that I think it's affecting my practice. So it's sort of, okay. I'm not just the things that I've learned, but how it's been delivered is actually, oh, that's okay. So I can't that's do what they've been talking about. Yeah. But what they've done is the, yeah. how they've portrayed it, how they, um, yeah, delivered it is actually how well, I, I had incorporate a, that. I, I, I mean, I had a bit of an epiphany in the last session, which was about playful leadership. And I realized that, um, that I just, I, I probably need to leave my team to get on with things more mm-hmm. because my presence is not helpful. <laughs> so I need to find a constructive <laughs> way. No, I've honestly, yeah. I honestly, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but as a form of playful leadership, I've, 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 I'm going to experiment with the idea that I will go to our team meetings, but I will formally leave halfway through. Right. Just to give people the space to talk about the things that they want to talk about without me being there and either talking too much or, or or creating a culture just because of my presence, if you like. Yeah, yeah. That that actually modifies what happens because you are nom- you're not normally you, – you are the leader, but, but you have to be- – Yeah, and it's taken me and, – and, and it's taken – this is quite – this is quite – I'm being very honest. Yeah, well, that's – recorded. That's... <laughs> it's, taken me, it ta- it's taken me a long time to be honest with myself about being, about being in that um, – leadership position yeah because i'm one of those terrible david brent type people that goes yeah i know i'm the boss but actually i'm just like a groovy groovy yeah. entertainer and it's just that's just awful yeah it's but if it's not your identity to be the person at the top if that's not how you see if that's not how you are or want to be seen then actually it's quite difficult no i, li- I like it you like being in charge i like being in charge <laughs> you don't like to be seen as being the- okay yeah but i yeah. like to try and dissemble the structural power that i've been handed okay, okay. do you yeah. see what i mean yeah i see what you mean yeah yeah um, so um, we've got some questions. Oh, that was no, just the, no, that was no, just the intro. <laughs> I know that was just I'm the exhausted. intro. I know. Uh, so um, the the structure is because it's the pedagogy podcast with the pop culture core. We have to do a pop cultural thing. We're talking about games this time. So can you talk about a game that you really like or are drawn to? Video, board game, sports. We're going to have a sports person on, but he's dis- um, well. <laughs> Are there sports people at Playful Learning? He's one of the crew. This is yeah, I was brought in. Say. <laughs> There's a lot of play at Playful. No, he's but a none student of here. Like that running brought in. fast. No, no, no. Well, Rosie runs, That's but uh, but this guy's a footballer. But he's had to go. So there we go. All anyway. right. Well, I think uh, games that I've really enjoyed um, over the pandemic. We got together and played um, Obradin, which is a computer game, oh, I don't know that one. which is very 
it's got a very controlled aesthetic. So it's just in browns. Sounds weird. And it's like a weird um, time-traveling detective story, but it's very, oh. very atmospheric. Okay. So it's you end up, it, it's, it's like halfway between watching a kind of, the feeling you get when you're playing it is, a, is a halfway between watching a kind of th- spooky whodunit cine- piece of cinema, but it also has all of the kind of puzzle elements to it as well. So that's a good one. And then another another one that I, I really liked until my kids got much better at it than me mm-hmm. was um, is Dixit because I like the fact that it's it has it doesn't have any elements of chance in it. It's, it's yeah. like an entirely it's an entirely creative process and to win it you have to you have to understand how other other people in the group think mm-hmm. and then translate accordingly which 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 I find quite restful so after a long day at work mm. I don't particularly like board games that involve a lot of organized and superstructural thinking if you like but you still like to win at them because you're saying that you like it less now the kids can win. I, you know, I describe myself as not competitive, but that's just smoke and mirrors. Mm. And actually, so the the core example being Scrabble, because I, I might I might be kind of undiagnosed dyslexic. I'm mm. certainly a bit sort of I struggle with spelling, so I find Scrabble a process of discovering that I'm really bad at something. And if I don't win at Scrabble, I will be furious for about a day and a half. <laughs> Literally, like, furious. So right. I just try not to play it. I can see the David Brent coming through things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's like, I don't. Guy, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, really I'm chilled out not. guy, but I need to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm chilled out if I win. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm happy to do, I'm happy to do teamwork as mm-hmm. long as I'm in charge. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because we were also saying, so the, the, we were also talking about practice and what your practice is, but we've probably gone into that in quite a quite a big depth. Is you're running a team in? Um... I'm running a team. Well, there's a, the, the, there's a team of us, and we're, we're we're developing a lot of fully online distance mm-hmm. learning, and I also I'm also to do with a sort of blended learning provision and all of that kind of stuff. I'd say my personal practice is probably talking <laughs> because being at the University of Arts London, you can get quite upset about the idea of practice because you half the people you work with they're like artists yeah so it's like oh what what you know what do you do i'll show you some of my drawings you're like that's just amazing and i feel mm. i feel complete because obviously i'm too small-minded to just rejoice in that i just yeah. feel complete. yeah and, and then one day a colleague said to me i said i don't think i've got a practice I don't actually do it mm. and he went no i think your practice is talking and i'd never seen it in those terms before but actually, it is. It's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, and if you get two people talking to each other as well and facilitate that, and no, it's all about you talking. It's just, <laughs> it's just well. Mm. Mm. Should we move on? Okay. Well, <laughs> well, the next bit is to sort of talk about. Well, I was going to say, a University of Arts London. This is an aside, but um, how did that cope with the? If you got lots of people are doing, oh, arts okay, and things yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, with the pandemic. Yeah. Well, quite well, actually. Yeah. So what, I won't go into it in massive detail. We did like a rag rating of all our courses, which was based on, is it impossible to put your course online? Mm. And only a few of them came out as like red. And they were things like ceramics and shoemaking and like that, the, the really, really physical making stuff. All of the other courses kind of shifted their learning outcomes and the really positive bit of it was 
the emphasis shifted from in our assessment criteria we've there's a couple of them one of them is realization and one of them is process right over the pandemic, we shifted a lot of our learning outcomes to focus on process, not realization. So it wasn't about the thing that you'd made. It was about the thinking that had gone into the thing that you might make. Yes. And that's the same. And that's, well, you know, the theory is we assess learning. We don't assess things, mm. right? So you might, you might come up with a sculpture. You might make a sculpture, but what we're assessing is the thinking that went into creating that final artifact so in some ways the pandemic forced us to undertake the teaching and learning that we always claimed we had done so it was quite and it was that was quite positive actually that aspect of it tough for the students though yeah so um so the final bit is then talking about how your approach to games and the games that you like how is that reflected in your practice if there's an overlap well, I've got a kind of cheesy answer. You ready yeah, for it? Yeah, yeah, cheese. Cheese is what we do. That's well, I've never made bread and butter. <laughs> okay, let's go right in. There. It's like a brie level comment. Mark. Is I, 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 I've never been disappointed when I've considered the university in game terms. Right. So I'm not gaming the university or my job. I'm not gaming it. But if it, looking at it in terms of um, you know, what's the currency here? Mm. You know, there's three different sort of tactics you could have to try and achieve something. Which one of those strategies is going to work best? Um, is It's all a game, Mark. It's just a yeah, game. It's, it's all a game. game. There's <laughs> winners, there's losers. It's just, it's just a game. You're either in the game or you're not. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. So that's why it's cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so uh, I, I find thinking of things in playful and game terms is, is actually quite a good way of stepping back and getting perspective. Mm. It's not, I don't do it in like a dehumanizing way. Obviously, there's lots of people involved and, and uh, you have to be sensitive to the fact that... Uh, the people are not just pieces. Exactly. Yeah. So I never do that, no. just to be clear. But I think the times when I've been worst at my day job is when I've taken it too seriously. Oh, that right. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And if I just step back a little bit and go, well, you know, let's just get, let's just, let's just calm down mm -hmm. a bit. Have a look at it in a bit more of a sort of gamey way. Mm -hmm. Then actually the quality of what I do and how I support other people at work tends to improve. Oh, that's really cool. And is that what that, have you got tips for other people then? Is that what, what it would be, would be try and look at it? from that perspective sometimes i think if you can and it's a difficult thing to do if you're finding work stressful um ima imagine you're someone who doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> and look at it with that yeah. mindset on yeah. you'll quite often make really good decisions because what ha i think what happens is you, you you get um you get too close to it don't you you can't see yeah. it clearly and you don't and you lose perspective on which bits are important and which bits are important you can't identify the difference yeah and then you make bad decisions or you annoy people or what have you so i think i think sort of going well wait a minute what if it was what if it's just a game what if it's all just a game a <laughs> uh, game that i'm gonna win <laughs> yeah i have to win i have to win there there are no win criteria no no yeah yeah, yeah. but um then then it yeah. it, it can help um, and and like coming back around to the reason why I come to the conference yeah. is that it gives me a bit of a critical distance or it gets me out of the sort of all-pervading culture of my own mm. institution. And then you you go, oh, I, I was trying to solve that problem. That's the wrong problem. It's not even a problem. It gives you a way to reframe it from a more playful perspective. Well, I guess I'm using playful thinking as a way of creating that perspective. Right. 
is one way of looking at it. Okay, that's cool. Right, okay, yeah, that was that was it. I know you've got preparation or something to get off. I've got all sorts to do, Mark. Oh, you're that a busy very, man, you're a busy man. That was very enjoyable, thank right, you. Right, so um, we're... Uh, okay, so I usually go do an outro. Mike normally does the outro, and it's something like, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, the podcast um, twi- Twitter handle is at, um, at Pedagodzilla. Well done. I'm at Mark Childs. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're on Twitter? I'm, I'm at Dave O'White. And your website, hang on, you've got a blog, and just to, just to make up of not spotting you become president of uh, Alt a while back, it's DaveOWhite.blog. No. Spot.com. No. Oh, no. shit. It's Dave White something, isn't it? <laughs> it's DaveOWhite.com. DaveOWhite.com. Yeah, I'll Dave big money. What does the O stand for? Is that just, just Dave? You really want me to go into that? No, we don't, you don't have to. That's well, it comes from a Hitchcock film. It comes from North by Northwest. Oh, okay. And the central character in that. So if you know that film, then you'll know why the O's there. Oh, okay, right. And um, so, uh, yeah, so that's us. Um, and... Um, and yes, and or you can follow us on pedagodzilla.com. And I'm not going to do a lengthy shaggy dog story about how you could disseminate pedagodzilla.com. Just just look it up. Do you not have a little jingle at this point? Could you um, oh, I could, I, I could press one of these buttons at random. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Okay, okay, that's I'll the do. edit point. Right, that's the end. Okay, right, right. Right, thanks, thanks, Dave. <laughs> right, just stop. <laughs>